1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Byron Buxton will not play today or tomorrow. Could be available for the series in Milwaukee with the Brewers. Right now we go to Cooperstown, New York. Jimmy Lanetti, uh, the glove repair guru joining us from DJ Glove Repair Jimmy's been on the show before uh Jimmy uh how's the trip to Cooperstown
3: It's uh, it's been great so far Steve and uh yeah super glad to talk to you and uh yeah we've been having a blast out here with me and my uh, traveling party of uh three other guys
2: Now now Jimmy have you you been to the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown before
3: I have you know about uh Ten years ago, I did that uh, Cooperstown Field of Dreams tournament for the little leaguers, and I went with my son. And I maybe some parents are familiar with that little league tournament in Cooperstown. You know, they bring in sixty-four teams every week, and it's it's quite quite the operation. And you know, I I, I stayed in the barracks, you know, with the with the kids as a, one of the coaches, and I really didn't get to spend much time in the actual museum or in the actual town of Cooperstown during that time there, so I, I'm really really glad to be back and being able to spend spend some quality time in the museum and in town.
2: Well, And, and Jimmy, on social media, you've been posting a ton, and they're, they're, there's a lot of media, a lot of Twins fans out there, of course, with Tony Oliva and Jim Cott uh, finally getting the call to the hall, and their induction ceremony is tomorrow. But everyone yep. I've ever talked to said, if you're a baseball fan, you've got to make this trip. That that it's just it, it's just a dream for any who's Paul fan.
3: Oh, definitely. You know, you know, we walked into the uh into the Hall of Fame. I made sure I looked at my uh looked at the time on my phone. We walked into the Hall of Fame, the actual building. We walked in at 10:12 and uh and then when we walked out, I looked again at my phone and the time it was 2:09. Wow. And the time flew by. It didn't it didn't seemed like four hours and we could all of us said, you know, we could have spent more time there. And there was just so much to see and so much to read if you want to take the time to read all the placards and you know, I pretty much took a picture of every single uh ball glove I saw on display, so I've been uh tweeting those out and there are some interesting gloves and I got a few favorites that I'm gonna be sure to post later too.
2: Yeah and and you you uh certainly got into the business of glove repair and we've talked about that on the program before that that's got to be a fascinating part of it to see that kind of memorabilia and we've talked about these old vintage gloves before and oh yeah you know how personal uh, that that's just got to be a fascinating part of the trip for you
3: yeah, every once in a while I came across a glove in the Hall of Fame today where it said like, Well this player, this is the only glove he used for like twelve years or every season he played and even the main Jim Cott display had a had one of his gloves and it was like it looked like duct tape was holding the wrist strap together and <laughs> it was beat up. And uh yeah, I you know, and he won gold gloves with that glove.
2: <laughs> yeah, well if you bump into Kitty you should say, Hey, I'll restore that for you.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, already in Cooperstown. And, yeah, uh, they are, there you yeah. go. You
2: probably don't want to touch it. <laughs> now, and this has got to be a special trip for Twins fans, whenever a former Twin is inducted. But but you've got, you know, two great ambassadors, Tony Oliva and, and Jim Cott, and had wonderful careers promoting the game. Jim Cott is a broadcaster. Tony Oliva is a long time. Twins ambassador. This has to make it extra special for you, Jimmy.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's great to run into the other Twins fans. You know, you immediately say hi when you see another guy with a Twins jersey or a Twins cap. Although I will say, I think we're pretty much outnumbered here by Red Sox fans. <laughs> it's, a, it's a shorter, I think a lot of people made the drive from Boston to Cooperstown to see the uh, C. Ts go in, so. Boston fans are definitely here in force, and in fact, I'm traveling with one.
2: <laughs> well, and, and there's there's no doubt. David Ortiz started his career with the Minnesota Twins, and then, of course, uh, the famous move over to the Red Sox, and now, yep. in, in the long history of Boston sports and all the great legends, Big Papi is right there amongst them. Uh, right up there with Bill Russell or, or right up there with uh Tom Brady. He, he is in that category when it comes to Boston sports fans.
3: Definitely. And, you know, besides just fans from Boston here to see him get inducted, there are a ton of Dominicans here. And they're, you know, they're easy to spot. You know, they're dressed up and they're wearing their Ortiz stuff. And, yeah, they're excited. And they're probably used to the heat here more than – more than we are because it's like 90 right now
2: yeah and a big part of it of course is the induction ceremony and the speeches tomorrow and that always draws a a great crowd i know there's festivities today and a parade i I understand um so it it really is about the hall of fame in cooperstown it's got to be huge business jimmy and i know it's just a quaint little town in upstate new york
3: yeah yeah it's you know i've talked to some guys and in fact a couple guys i'm traveling with who who have been here in like you know say like march or something and you know you can basically have the whole hall of fame to yourself if you come during a weekday in march or something but you know, you know now everybody it's you know for cooperstown i think it's almost like the state fair you know there's people making money letting people park on their lawn and you know so it's uh, yeah it's, it's it's a big deal in cooperstown for sure and it's not a big town by any means
2: Jimmy Lodendi joining us uh, from Cooperstown, New York, on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. So, Jimmy, what's the agenda for you? I know you found a spot to stay outside of Cooperstown. There there aren't a ton of Hampton Inns in Cooperstown proper. A lot of folks have to travel from outside and then come back into town for the ceremony on Sunday.
3: Yeah, I, I feel pretty lucky because the minute I heard uh, that Tony Oliva was going in, I literally jumped on my phone and started looking at the, uh, you know, the online reservation sites. And I was lucky to find a a little, it's like a tiny house, like a cabin about 30 minutes north of Cooperstown. And it's super reasonable. We got four guys in there and the price is just totally reasonable. And, you know, I've heard people paying $800 a night to stay in town. So we feel pretty fortunate where we are, around the shores of the Mohawk River, and uh, we'll be heading back there tonight. Uh, we're at a local brewery right now for a late lunch, but we're going to get back because that parade starts at 630, and that's when all the uh, current Hall of Famers, you know, they, they ride around in open cars and wave to the fans and then walk up the stairs into the Hall of Fame. So, you know, there's, there were people that already had lawn chairs put out on the street on Friday, reserving spots for this thing. So I don't know what kind of vantage point we're going to get for that, but we're definitely heading back in town for that. And then we'll be uh, coming back tomorrow for the uh, induction at 1.30. All
2: right, Jimmy, well, good to visit with you. I appreciate you taking time out of your trip to Cooperstown to, to get us up to date. Tell us about your business, Glove Repair, uh, what, what it's all about.
3: Just uh, D&J Glove Repair. You know, if you just Google baseball glove repair, you're going to find us one way or the other. And, uh, you know, a business I started with me and my son, and it's kind of blossomed from his little league days. And, uh, you know, we uh, we fix gloves. We're kind of big in the uh, local town ball community now. I'm doing a lot of stuff with uh, the local teams, and we'll be at the Class B and C State Tournament and Dundas coming up uh, in August. And also kind of big news for us is that, uh, you know, I'm, Taking this from the garage and actually opening uh, an actual storefront in September. So, uh, people follow me on social media, they'll see news about all this. And uh, yeah, I hope to be uh, in the store and operating and doing glove repair and being able to have customers over and walk in and chat about gloves, get their gloves fixed, and maybe look at some of the other gloves that we have on display or for sale. So, that'll be in September, Steve.
2: Yeah, and uh, by the way, your Twitter handle DJ Glove Repair. Yep, at DJ Glove
3: Repair, and uh, I'm posting all my Cooperstown stuff under hashtag DJ in Cooperstown. So, yeah, it's uh,
2: it's just great. I, I, I'm living vicariously through you, Jimmy. It, it's <laughs> it's fun. And maybe we'll see it uh, in Dundas at the state tournament. That would be great.
3: Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great, yeah. Yeah, I'm going right. to be down there for sure. All
2: right, take care, Jimmy. Enjoy the okay. time.
3: Thank you, Steve. Always a pleasure to talk to you.
2: All right, there's Jimmy Linetti, D&J glove repair, and uh, always fun to visit with him uh, uh, about gloves and uh, baseball gloves because uh, any piece of sports equipment, I don't know if there's anything more personal than than a glove. And uh, Jimmy and his his buddies are out in Cooperstown, a lot of cool photos, a lot of cool memories, and, of course, Jim caught Tony Oliva heading into the Hall of Fame tomorrow, of course, Big Poppy. Uh the Red Sox Superstar, front and center as well in Cooperstown. Quick break. We'll come back. Uh, some Byron Buxton news won't be in the lineup today or tomorrow in Detroit. We'll tell you why. Uh Byron Buxton, of course, a big home run in the All-Star game. Turned out to be the game winner. Uh, we'll get into all of that in a moment here on the Twins magazine. Here on News Talk. E30WCCO. Twins magazine, we count you down to the Twins and the Tigers as we resume after the All-Star break. Twins haven't played all week, didn't play Friday. Most teams in the big leagues did, but there was a concert at Comerica, so they're going to start tonight. Pre-game 4 first pitch just after 5. It'll be uh, Joe Ryan for the Twins, Michael Pineda for the Twins. More about the lineup. We know it won't include Byron Buxton. We will tell you why in a moment. But Byron Buxton, Luis Urias appeared in the All-Star Game, won by the American League, 3-2, and, of course, All the runs for the AL come in the fourth inning. Giancarlo Stanton tied it with a two-run shot into the left field bleachers. And then uh, Byron Buxton stepped up to the plate.
4: Byron Buxton tattoos this ball to left field. And this one is out of here. Back-to-back home runs for the American League.
2: And there it is, Byron Buxton, and that call courtesy of Fox. And then we learned the day after the All-Star game, this is Megan Ryan of the Star Tribune reporting on Twitter this afternoon that Buxton got a platelet-rich plasma injection in his right knee the day after the All-Star game. Uh, He will be down for these Detroit games and hopefully available again in Milwaukee. It's expected to help healing And that's been that knee that's needed rest from time to time. So Byron Buxton goes to L.A., participates in all-star activities, and then the day after gets his injection and will be out this weekend in Detroit. And I would assume we'll hear much more on the pregame show beginning at 4.30 with Chris Atterbury here on the Home of the Twins. So uh, we are not done with our Twins coverage. We have all the news and weather coming up at 4 o'clock. Then uh, Megan's colleague, Phil Miller, from the Star Tribune, will join us to talk Twins in the second half in a moment. Here on News Talk, eight three zero 3
0: ow
1: put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: U C C O. Twins and Tigers resume long All-Star break. Five days off. No Byron Buxton today. Megan Ryan of the Star Tribune reporting day after the All-Star game when he hit that home run, turned out to be the game winner uh, as the AL goes on to win it 3-2, to that he did get an injection in his knee, will not be available this weekend in Detroit. Could be available for that Brewers series in Milwaukee. A lot of Twins fans expected to make the trip uh, for that one. Uh, by the way, showers and thunderstorms continue to make their way through the Twin Cities, particularly North Metro, as a result Uh, The 3M open at the TPC of the Twin Cities still in a weather delay. But once this line moves through, the radar looks pretty good. And I would expect them to be able to get back out on the course. And it doesn't get dark until pretty late. They're going to probably be able to get a lion's share of the third round in, or at least a good part of the third round before they finish up. And the weather looks good tomorrow uh, for the TPC Uh, The Twin Cities in Blaine in the final round of the 3M Open. Speaking of the Twins, Phil Miller joins us. He covers the Twins for the Star Tribune. Uh, And, Phil, I alluded to Megan Ryan's tweet a little bit earlier about Byron Buxton not being available the way it looks today or tomorrow against the Tigers due to that injection. And I think it's brought up a lot of speculation is, well, if he needed that, should he have skipped the All-Star game? I mean, there will be a lot of that, won't there?
4: there will be uh and that's going to be uh a tough uh, tough call for a lot of fans i mean uh, and for byron uh, he 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 talked a lot about how uh, the most important thing is uh is the twins winning and keeping them on course uh uh and that uh, you know just being at the all-star game might be enough for him uh he did play he did hit the game winning home run uh, i can tell you uh post game that he was really really happy that he had he had played and had taken part, and they really valued it. Um, uh, but it's clear that uh, this this injection had been uh, planned all along. So uh, um, it uh, it does make you wonder if uh, they realized uh, how long it would take for him to uh, be fully ready to come back.
2: Finn Miller joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline follows the Twins. He'll be joining the club in Milwaukee for the Brewers series, and. Uh, I don't want to say the team was struggling mightily heading into the break, but losing three out of four to the white sox the team I still consider the most dangerous in the division uh was was a bit disconcerting going into the break
4: it was uh they didn't look good in a lot of those games uh uh that's uh it kind of a down uh stretch uh, it, it, and uh, it was kind of hard to understand because they had looked so good in Chicago the week before they had played uh, pretty well against the Guardians. Um, it, it's uh, I don't know. they I, I've never seen a team that needed a break as much as this one. Uh, but then you start to wonder if five days is kind of too long a break. It's the uh, longest mid-season break that any team has ever had scheduled Uh in, uh, at the All-Star break. So uh, you wonder how they're going to uh, look, how, uh, how the, that's going to affect them. Uh, I guess we'll find out later tonight. Um, but, you know, most teams use the break to recharge and uh, to fire up and uh, um, kind of focus on the second half. I wonder if uh, the Twins might have almost had too long a break to uh, kind of lose that focus.
2: So we had already talked about Byron Buxton getting that injection the day after the All-Star game in L.A. will not be available in Detroit, could be available in Milwaukee, we'll see on that. And then uh, Caleb Fieldbar is going on the injured list, and they recalled Yenier Cano to take his spot in the bullpen. So uh, some news as, as the Twins get ready to gear up later today.
4: Yeah, that's kind of a loss uh, for the Twins, I Caleb's numbers aren't great, but he has been the most, uh, reliable left-hander. He's, uh, been, he had a, uh, a, a, oh, a week or so, uh, about, uh, in late June that, uh, kind of messed up his numbers, but he has been a pretty reliable, uh, uh, left-hander out of the pen. Uh, he and, uh, Giovanni Moran. So they've, they've needed right-handed bullpen help all along. Now, uh, uh, I don't think this will cause them to go out and look for a left-hander at the uh, trade deadline but uh it it already uh, y- you know it it messes with it weakens an already uh kind of staggering bullpen uh, as uh, as they try to get going in the second half.
2: Yeah, and the the trade deadline coming up very quickly now post All-Star break. And you, you get to sense that there is a lot of pressure on the front office to make a move and ensure the club up, uh, add pitching, add bullpen help. But as we've said over and over again, and it's been a story for, for as long as I can remember, Every contending team would mm-hmm. love to add a bullpen arm or love to add a starter. Even these teams that are running away with their divisions look at, hey, if, if we want to get to where we want to be, and that is the World Series, what what can we add? And generally it's pitching
4: it is and it is uh yeah it's a tight grip wire and there are a lot of teams uh looking out for uh looking for extra bullpen help this year and you know you only have to look at the twins own experience to see what the price of that is it's uh, it's been a decade or so ago now but uh they had exactly the same need thinking that they might be able to win the division but couldn't go very far without bullpen help traded for the nationals closer uh matt caps um, who was okay for a couple of years. He actually, uh, I think Twins fans uh, don't remember him as fondly as, uh, as maybe they should the first year, but they traded Wilson Ramos to get it. And in doing so, they traded seven or eight all-star caliber or just below, certainly solid uh, seasons from a catcher that, uh, that you know, meanwhile, they uh, kind of went through, uh, had, to, had to look for, catching every year uh, once Joe Maurer uh, could no longer play the position. They thought they were making the trade uh, from a position of strength because uh, they had Joe Maurer, but uh, they gave up one of their top prospects for uh, another team's uh, closer. Would the Twins consider doing something like that uh, for, say, a Daniel Bard of the Rockies who's kind of just like Caps was on the downside of his career? uh but has had a lot of success out of the bullpen this year. It might cost them a Trevor Larnach, it might cost them uh you know, a Matt Walner, would they uh make a deal like that? Um those are the difficult choices that the front office has to make. They uh, you need to be uh, very self aware and careful how you evaluate your own team because uh you know your short term uh gains for uh, long term prospects it uh, it can be a dangerous game.
2: Yeah, for sure, and when the Twins visit Milwaukee for a two-game series on Tuesday, an unusual schedule. Five days off for the All-Star break, two games in Detroit, another day off, and then a brief series with the, with the Brewers coming up. And, and on the flip side, the Brewers are that rare contending team where they desperately want to add punch to their lineup and are looking for a bat where we're generally their bullpen's been formidable they they had some bumps along the way uh the all-star break but uh, the, the the brewers are that team that that would love to add some punch into that lineup so uh, we'll see if they have a dance partner and if they're able to add to their club
4: well and it seems like the twins might be a uh, a natural partner because uh, the brewers you're right uh, they're one of the deepest bullpens in the big leagues, the twins, uh, you know, whatever the twins do in the second half, they're going to try to improve the pitching, but however they do, uh, whatever we see of this team is going to be mostly because of the offense. They're, uh, they're, I think, fourth in the American League in scoring, uh, fourth or third in home runs. They, uh, they're, uh, and yet, oddly, second in times being shut out. It's a it's a very streaky, but uh, mostly solid offense. They would make a good trade partner with the Brewers, but uh, just like uh, you know, the Brewers are just like the Twins, only a game up in their division, uh, and are trying to weigh the you know the price of weakening some area where you're doing well to uh, to shore up the thing that you think might be your Achilles heel down the road. Uh, you don't see first-place teams making many trades, so I, I'm not uh, expecting that, but it, it, they really do match up well for each other's needs.
2: Yeah, so we'll we'll see how it plays out. It's coming up rapidly. Uh, for, for the Twins, Fayette also starting pitching. The pitcher going tonight in Detroit, Joe Ryan, and then the pitcher in the two-game series finale, uh, tomorrow, Sonny Gray, and then beyond that, the other veteran, Dylan Bundy, who's been pretty good as of late, that's a huge key as well. I mean, you talk all you want about bullpen, but, but those 3 frontline front-line starters are, are going to be very important if the Twins want to stay in this thing and have a chance to get to the postseason.
4: Yeah, Dylan's been very good. He has been, uh, he's more than a month now. He's only given up, uh, more than three runs once. Uh, you know, like most twin starters, he doesn't go deep into games, five or six innings. Uh, the twins, uh, have, uh, the second fewest uh number of plate appearances, uh, the third time through a batting order. So the twins really only ask their starters to go twice through the order. Uh, you know, None of those three guys were in the organization uh, a year ago. Uh, Joe Ryan was at the Olympics. Uh, Bundy and Gray were acquired this spring. It really is something how the Twins have kind of retooled their uh, pitching staff. Maybe that's why uh, so many people are kind of unhappy with it. they expected a lot more from uh, from Bailey Ober this year, uh, who has been hurt. They uh, expected uh, a little more from uh, you know Josh Winder, who they uh, promoted. Uh, it's uh, it, it's been a uh, it, it's been kind of a rocky road for the uh, starting rotation. And yet, when they are at their best, Sonny Gray and Joe Ryan have been very good this year, and Dylan Bundy has uh, has. Gotten them through, uh, some, some rough batches, uh, and has it going pretty good right now. It's not a lineup that you, it's not a rotation that you're very excited about in a playoff series. And, uh, at some point, uh, they're going to need to think about that. Maybe Bailey Ober is, uh, is back by then. But, uh, um, you know, for now, they are going to need, uh, a lot out of those guys. They're going to need their, uh, their mid-May level when uh, both had it going pretty good.
2: So we know Buxton not on the lineup this weekend. Uh, the knee a bit of a concern going forward for sure. Uh, but there's Miguel Sano. How do you see this playing out, Phil? And and where would he fit into all of this uh, going forward? Because Luis Rice played... In the All-Star game at first base, uh, it's just been absolutely terrific with the bat all season long. Uh, f- finding room in the lineup for Miguel Sano, or or ahead of the deadline, could Snow be on the move?
4: It, it's such an unusual situation uh, that you have a deadline like this, uh, where his rehab stint is up uh, tomorrow, and they have to make the decision right now is, is Miguel Sano on the team or is he not? I know a lot of fans are, are hoping that that this is the end and they just cut him loose. I I, I just don't see it happening. Uh, he I think they need to take a week, ten days, and uh, and get a look at uh, at what he can still do. Uh, you know the a slugger like that, the bar is pretty low for all you have to produce. You know if he can if he can get four hits a week and two of them are home runs, that's really uh, you know, that's enough. Uh, it's the, the trouble is he was so bad in April. Yeah, I think he still only has four singles and a home run, uh, uh on the season in let he play, like 17 games. Uh, I think they need to take a look at him. I think that they will make room for him on the roster. I think they'll stick him in the lineup at DH or let Louis Arise play DH a couple times and put him at first base. Uh, I, you know, if he could hit, Three home runs this week. Maybe they could find a trade partner. You know, maybe they could keep him around for pinch hitting um, uh, a role like that. Uh, you know, they have to uh, decide on his contract next uh, year at the end of the season, and he's almost certainly going to be cut loose then. So maybe they do cut their losses. I just think he he gets hot in uh, in the late summer. I, I just think that uh, they will want to see if he can do it again.
2: Yeah. And would that mean Miranda's odd man out? Your opinion?
4: I don't think he would lose his roster spot, but I okay. think he would not play uh, quite as frequently. I, I think that uh, yeah, that uh, it would it would uh, cost him some at bats, and you know, it might only be for a couple of weeks. They might uh, take a look and decide his bat has gotten slow. Is uh, certainly his body hasn't gotten any quicker with uh, with a knee injury. Um, you know, maybe it's only temporary, uh, but it, it, yeah, I, I do think it will cost him some at bats. It might cost Louis Arise some at bats, although I think that's, uh, less likely. It will probably cost, um, a guy like, uh, Kyle Garlick or Gilberto Celestino his roster spot temporarily, but I, I just think, uh, they have a long enough history and they've seen him at his best that, uh, that they just can't cut him loose without without taking a look without seeing if uh, if the bat is still there
2: all right well a lot to uh, chew on as we count you down to the twins and the tigers after a long all-star break twins and tigers coming up byron buxton won't be there hey phil always good to visit with you and uh safe travels to milwaukee for that series with the brewers
4: okay steve good talking to you thanks
2: all right there he is phil miller star tribune Covers the Twins. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Look at the lineup for today. That does not include Byron Buxton. Joe Ryan will start against old friend Big Mike, Michael Pineda, for the Tigers today. Our pregame show, nine minutes away at 4.30, here on the home of the Twins News Talk. e 30 C C O. Putting a wrap on the Twins Magazine show, tip of the cap to Tony Oliva and Jim Cott. Big Hall of Fame weekend in Cooperstown, New York, thanks to Jimmy Linetti. Uh, The Glove Repair Guru with a report live from Cooperstown. Uh, The parade today, the induction ceremony tomorrow. Of course, former twin Red Sox legend David Ortiz heads the class featuring Tony Oliva and Jim Cott. Just great stuff and great news. We'll have more on that as we move through the weekend on our Twins coverage. By the way, our pregame show moments away. 4-3, Twins and Tigers. Joe Ryan against Michael Pineda today in game one of the two-game set. Another day off on Monday. Then the Twins and Brewers from Milwaukee on Tuesday and Wednesday. At the moment, Twins lead the division by one game over Cleveland. Chicago four back, the Twins 50-44. and 44. Let's get you up to date on some quick scores uh, this afternoon, top of five, uh, Houston leading Seattle a 2-0. Top of four, it is Toronto leading at Boston 3-1. Coming up tonight, huge series, Cleveland at Chicago in that one. Uh, battle of second and third place teams in the Central Division. Uh, all the other games under the lights tonight in the big leagues. And I, I, One correction there, day-night doubleheader between uh, Cleveland and Chicago. The Guardians won uh, game one. That was the makeup of May 11th. The final there, seven to four. So as at the moment, Cleveland one back. Chicago drops four back, and then they'll play game two of the day-night doubleheader beginning at 6:15. So uh, just want to clear that up here on the home of the Twins News Talk, 830-WCCO. Let's look at the lineup today. As we mentioned, Byron Buxton uh, not in the lineup. As Megan Ryan of the Star Tribune reported on Twitter earlier in the day, he had an injection, uh, will not be available today or tomorrow in Detroit. I'm sure Chris and company will have more on that momentarily. Uh, the Twins will go with uh, Louise Rice leading off, playing at first. Carlos Correa at short, batting second, batting third at second. O Jorge Polanco in the cleanup spot in right field. Max Kepler batting fifth in left field. Alex Kirilov batting sixth at D.H. Jose Miranda batting seventh in center field. Nick Gordon batting eighth at third base, Gio Urshela, and catching today, Gary Sanchez. So, Arise, Correa, Polanco, Kepler, Kirilov, Miranda, Gordon Urshela Sanchez, Joe Ryan on the mound. Fine year for the youngster, 6-3, ERA 2.99. And his opponent, Big Mike, Michael Pineda, will get the start for the Tigers. And a big thanks to uh, everyone who joined us on the program this afternoon. Big thanks to our producer, Kerry Clatt, Steve Thompson sitting in. Twins pregame is next. Chris Atterbury standing by. Corey Provost, Dan Gladden with all the play-by-play. Five days off. Twins get at it with the Tigers here tonight on the home of the Twins. We'll certainly keep an eye on the weather, but it looks like those thunderstorms are moving through, and it should be a pleasant evening here in the Twin Cities. News Talk, E3O-WCCO.
1: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com.